hearty fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and the sisters we enter into the seventh mantra which is in relation to the functioning of the moon rays as a complement to the sun rays providing the energies of the day and energies of the night emerging from the same source the him is like this ashvinam indu mamrutav amrutam vrutta bhuyo తిరోధత్తాం అశ్వినౌదా సపత్ని హిత్వాగిరిమశ్వినౌగా ముదాచరంతౌ తదృష్టిమహ్నా ప్రస్థితౌ బలస్య ది బ్రీఫ్ మీనింగ్ ఆఫ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ ది టూ అశ్విన్స్ క్రియేటింగ్ ది సర్కులర్ మూమెంట్ గ్యూ బత్ టు ది మూన్ cause its expression and its retreat dividing the path of planets into two equal parts the shower the solar lunar rays rising from the eastern mount and set, and setting on the west by such ability they are able to shower the solar rays as well as the lunar as we all know the sun rays as a function through the moon upon earth the sun rays reaching the earth via moon bring in lunar rays during the day the sun rays directly reach the earth during the night the sun rays only again reach the earth via the moon the moon would be the intermediary that makes a lot of difference between the rays of the day and the and the rays of the night in the night rays there is the additional supply of a mystical energy coming from cosmic moon called soma soma the rays of soma are showered on earth as they pass through the sun and pass through the moon to the earth that's how these soma rays they give they give us experience 
the experience is from the somare bile the awareness itself is from the solar ray that's the reason why we have all mystic experiences during the night hours not during the day hours the mystical rays of soma are also included in the rays coming to us during the night about this soma i have given elaborately in the book on moon if you have time you may kindly go through soma is the principle that functions through pitris soma is the principle that functions the pitris which is a class of devas which causes procreation birth growth experience and secretion of glands of joy <clears throat> that's why without moon there cannot be germination without moon there cannot be fertilization there is no fertilization there is no germination there is no growth of fauna and flora and earth there is no growth of the the cereals the pulses there is no growth of plant kingdom therefore no growth of vegetables and fruits and there would be no secreting tasteful food on earth this is all the work coming through the pitris <coughs> the the moon which contains soma uses the needed experience moon is but a satellite for many planetary principles moon that's why there is a class of persons who say it is moon is dead and it doesn't do anything for us which is wrong which is wrong moon is dead it doesn't do anything for us he is were understanding that came out by some students who did not understand the teachings of master jalkur <coughs> coming through madam bailey i have come across people who are students of arkel school who say that moon is dead moon is dead is, is but one dimension moon is the satellite that we see it is already in its path of retreat it was our previous earth in its retreat it has become a e globe but it is being used for transmission of certain sublime energies just like from satellite we receive lot of information through the satellite moon 
the devas are conducting many things on earth. So to say that moon is dead is but a very poor understanding of the functioning of moon. Moon is a satellite for Venus. Moon is a satellite for Neptune. Moon is a satellite for Soma. Soma is the cosmic Soma is the cosmic moon principle. It, the cosmic moon principle is a reflective principle. The various planes of existence <coughs> happen as a, through reflection. It's by reflection the whole creation is built. And when we reflect, we have the experience. It's like you get into the hall of mirrors. Your own image is multiplied towards the towards the front, towards the back, everywhere. All sides it is multiplied. This multiplication is of one as many. Multiplication of one as many is the work of Soma. Soma, Indra, Sukra, Chandra, this is the hierarchy of the lunar principle. I repeat, Soma, which is the cosmic moon principle, Indra, Neptune, which is the moon principle for five solar systems. It gives, I'll come back to them. Soma, Indra, Sukra, that is Venus, and then Chandra, the moon that we have. Even this earth emerged from Sukra. This earth emerged from Sukra. That's why the symbol of Venus, when it is inversed, you have the symbol of earth. When the symbol of Venus is inverse, we have the symbol of earth. It is from Venus the earth has come. <clears throat> that detail I gave in the book on Sukra, Venus, the path of immortality. Therefore, this moon receives its energies Maya the sun only during the night hours, during the night hours. It receives these hierarchical energies, Soma, Indra and Sukra, because what you call the satellite moon was earlier in earth, earth only. So even if that earth has given place to the present earth, it continues to have its connection with the source from which it emerged originally, that is from Sukra. So Sukra, the the Venetian experiences, the experiences of the subtle, you know, experiences of Venus are experiences of the subtle world. If we have to, when we get into (coughs) the subjective side of our being, what we experience as wisdom, 
and as joy, <coughs> it all comes to us from the principle of Venus. Venus is a state where there is subtle matter, bluish subtle matter, like the color of the planet Venus. Light blue sky color. Sky color where it is of light blue. That is how it is with the energies during the night hours. And in that you have the envisioning of beings of subtle light. For example, Sarat Kumara and his band of, work, band of workers, they all belong to Venus. All the masters, ascended masters of wisdom, they are also visible in that plane, in the plane of Sukra, in this, in this subtle plane. It is a plane where everything is bluish, but very light bluish color. So when we get this experience of internal side of one's own being, comes from Venus, it is fundamental characteristic of Venus. Venus imparts the occult wisdom. That story also I have written in the book on Mercury and book on Moon. Exoterically, first you gain wisdom. <coughs> when your exoteric wisdom <coughs> finds its appropriate assimilation in you, then you are attracted to esoteric wisdom. The teacher initially for exoteric wisdom is Jupiter. But when you turn towards the occult side of the wisdom, the teacher is Venus, Sukra. When you are learning, you are learning with the help of your mind. Isn't it? And you are oriented to your teacher. That's the story of Tara and Bruhaspati, as is given in Puranas. It's all about our story only. <coughs> so when you are deeply attuned to the discipline coming from Jupiter, coming from Jupiter, you get prepared for a, getting the inclination for inner revelations. When you get into this inclination for inner revelations, your teacher becomes an occult teacher and plays the role of Venus. From within you are informed. <coughs> From within, during prayers, during meditations, during contemplations, during your lonely hours, you are informed, you are guided, you are instructed, you are directed. It's all from within. This direction coming from within encourages you to turn more inward. That means your mind which is objectively learning now turns into a subjective mind and keeps learning. So for the subjective learning it is the Venus that provides, <coughs> precise. 
అండ్ హీ టీచెస్ మెనీ సబ్ అకల్ట్ సైడ్ ఆఫ్ ది క్రియేషన్ ది అకల్ట్ సైడ్ ఆఫ్ ది క్రియేషన్ ఇనిషియలీ లెట్స్ యూ ఇంటూ వయలెట్ ఇంటూ స్కై బ్లూ అండ్ దెన్ ఇంటూ డీ బ్లూ దట్స్ హౌ యూ గెట్ ఇంటూ విబ్ విబ్ మీన్స్ వయలెట్ ఇండిగో బ్లూ దట్ సైడ్ యూ గెట్ ఇంటూ సో ఆల్ దిస్ ఈజ్ విత్ ది హెల్ప్ ఆఫ్ ది మైండ్ యూ ఆర్ గెయినింగ్ అండ్ మైండ్ ఈజ్ మూన్ మూన్ ప్రిన్సిపల్ ఫంక్షన్స్ యాజ్ మైండ్ ఇన్ అస్ యాజ్ ఎ రిఫ్లెక్టివ్ ప్రిన్సిపల్ బికాస్ ఆఫ్ మైండ్ వీ ఆర్ ఏబుల్ టు రిఫ్లెక్ట్ ఇన్ టు ది ఔటర్ వరల్డ్ అండ్ దిస్ మైండ్ వెన్ ఇట్ ఈస్ గెయినింగ్ ఇంక్లినేషన్ టు రిఫ్లెక్ట్ ఇన్ సైడ్ ఇట్ గెట్స్ ఇన్ కాంటాక్ట్ విత్ వీనస్ and venus imparts occult wisdom <coughs> occult wisdom venus has his higher dimension as neptune when you when neptune touches you you get into ecstatic experiences ecstatic experiences means blissful experiences where you forget all the surrounding you are very joyful in the in the very deep of your being you are very joyful the center for for us for the moon in us is solar plexus the center for venus is heart the center for neptune is just at that point which is below agnya which is called indra yoni <coughs> the birthplace of indra indra means neptune and then the higher center for neptune is soma which is in aquarius at the top of the forehead so from here you get the lunar rays via moon for experience in the night the dreams in the night the impressional teachings in the night the visions in the night and the impressional writings by the night and the impressional conversations with the subjective side of the hierarchy all this work is the work of the rays which are lunar rays and it is from these rays only the prithris also work causing the fertilization germination growth and then cause the well-being of the being nourishing the beings <coughs> nourishing the beings all this happens these dimensions are given in the book moon you may kindly go through <coughs> so these bitris they 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 emerge upon the planet the two assistants creating the circular movement give birth to the moon meaning enable this the, the energies of pitris as energies the lunar energies to come to the to reach the moon the satellite and from moon they come to the earth now this is if this is understood then we get to the next part the next part is <laughs> during the day the planets also transmit the rays to our to our earth the sun also transmits 
they raised to our earth. During the night, the sun rays are transmitted by a moon to us. <coughs> Likewise, the other planetary rays are also transmitted to our earth. If moon is in the sky during the night, it has one impact on you. See, for example, there are planets which appear during the night for some time and they appear during, they are not, they don't appear during other times when, when they are transiting during the day. Isn't it? This is one dimension which has to be. <coughs> Sometimes we see the planets appearing in the sky in the night. Other times, Though the planets are there, during the day they are not seen. If a planet rises before the sun, the planet rises before the sun, then when the sun comes, the planet is is not appearing to us, but it is transmitting its rays to us. It is transmitting its rays to us. In the night they appear. The night they appear and transmit. So what is happening is during the day the planets supply the solar light or the in association with solar light the planets supply their rays. In the the planets same planets in the night they they supply their energies coupled with the lunar energies. That's how the, the hymn says, it's a, it's a dimension which is very not seldom understood. That's why we say that when you are born, when you are born, if the moon is visible in the sky, if, when you are born, if the moon is visible in the sky, then you have a better meaning a more clear mind. When you are born, if the moon is invisible in the sense, is obscured by the daylight, your moon is not as clear. <coughs> if moon rises before, when the sun rises, then you are born. Then you are born. See, for example, now sun is in Capricorn. Capricorn rises in the east around six o'clock. After Capricorn, Sagittarius rises. After Sagittarius, Scorpio. Like that it keeps happening. Suppose when a boy and a child is born, when sun is rising in the east, and if the moon is in Aries, if the moon is in Aries, the moon is in the mid-heaven, which is not visible. It becomes the fourth house. The placement of the moon is the fourth house, which is the opposite to MC, DC, isn't it? Such moon has not much clear clarity. That's how it is said in a star. 
if you are when you are born if the moon is visible in the sky then you have clarity if you see the moon phases in relation to sun phases you know if your moon was in the is in visibility or invisible so why i say this is all planets whether visible or invisible they supply their energies to this planet throughout the 24 hours number one sometimes like this sun rays coming to the earth via moon as moon rays the planet energies also which are visible during the night they send their energies to our earth via moon by a moon that's where it says the the dividing the path of planets into two equal parts the work of the planets is divided into two parts the impact of the of the planets during the night hours the impact of the planets during the day hours they are different <coughs> especially planets like venus neptune and moon their impact on us is more during the night hours every planet has its male female principle so it supplies its male energies during the day it supplies its female energies during the night so all these solar lunar energies are made available to us this is one dimension another dimension is with moon it keeps on gaining light for 15 days until full moon from new moon from new moon to full moon it keeps on gaining light <clears throat> after full moon it keeps on losing the light losing the light the the vedic understanding of this is that the moon gains lot of a uh, essence of immortality as it gains light that is what is called amruta nectar the nectar is it is there the amrutam indur amrudhi moon the nectar the drink of immortality it keeps gaining it, it gathers from soma the energies for experiencing the energies for uh, <coughs> fertilization the energies for germination the energies for growth the energies for creating volumes volumes if if you have a, if you have moon in in good placement you are very round sum because moon brings volumes the farmer the formations are on account of the energies coming from the moon the seed is and the seed is sun it's a, it's a, it's a growth and its volume 
and it's giving forth flowers and fruits. All that is the work of the moon. So like that, first moon gathers for fifteen days, from no moon to full moon. Moon gathers from Soma and Indra, that is Neptune, the needed energies which are called Somarasa or Amruta or drink of immortality. By full moon it is it fully gathers. Thereafter it keeps on shedding the this light by supplying it to the fauna and flora and the devas on this planet. <coughs> Continuously as it gains in the same manner it distributes. First fifteen days it gains the energies. And then from full moon to new moon it keeps on sharing all these energies to all the beings that relate to this earth, including the planetary devas. I'll take it. So by this what is happening is by new moon all that it brings is exhausted. Then again it gathers for fifteen days. Then again it distributes. This is how the, it is arranged in the cosmos for supply of the life, the, the, the energies of birth, that is from invisibility to visibility, birth means manifestation, which is called fertilization, then germination, then growth. These are the three dimensions. Then, then there is the recession, and then dissipation and disappearance as the next three dimensions. Like that, cyclically every month energies are received and energies are expended upon it. <coughs> this work is done by moon. That is what is intended by this hymn or this mantra, number seven, the two husbands creating the circular movement give birth to the moon. Mean, moon means not the planet moon. Moon means the principle. It gives birth to this moon principle and keeps on growing. Cause its expression and retreat. It expresses and retreats. It expresses and retreats. It expresses and retreats. Dividing the path of planets into two equal parts. See, the, when the moon, when it is there, it is, the, the planets also supply two varieties of energies to us. That's why when we study the horoscope, from one, first house to seventh house, what are the planets? From seventh house to first house, what are the planets? On that basis there is an understanding. If from first house to seventh house there are planets, they are all there in the sky during the day. <clears throat> during the day. From first house to seventh house. They are all there during the day. That's why you, do, you don't see them because of the sunlight. From seventh house to twelfth house or to the first house again, 
they are all in the night. In your horoscopes, if all planets are from first house to seventh house, you see them hidden, hidden by sunlight. From seventh house to twelfth house, they are in the sky. Isn't it? You, all plan, mid, where is mid-heaven? Tenth house. So tenth house is, it shines forth because it appears during the night. What is the tenth house to Capricorn? <clears throat> the tenth house to Capricorn is Libra. Libra, for instance, if you wish to relate to Libra, it is in the midnight. During this time you can relate to Libra. In the midnight. Of course, I am sorry that I am putting you all to too much astrology, but here it is astrology. <clears throat> so this, that's why we say in the horoscope if the planets are all from 7th to 11th house, wow, he is. He is above the horizon. If they are from first house to seventh house, he is below the horizon. Yes, yes, it is the same. It is the ascendant that decides. Ascendant that decides. So the planets are which are moving around in the zodiac. Their energies are sometimes exposed to solar energies and other times exposed to lunar energies. So both are supplied to us. For example, if the planet is in the twelfth house, it's a time when everything is concluding. That's why we say twelfth house is an house of dissolution. If you have planets in twelfth house, those those energies are expanded, expanded, completely expanded. Anyway, I don't wish to give so, too much astrology. What is important is to know that this moon principle functioning through the satellite moon, cyclically, meaning in every month, it brings in energies of fertilization, germ- germination and growth and then flowering and all that. And later it recedes. That's how it works. This work is what is seen as showering the nectar upon the planet. That's why in olden times, when to plant, when to plant, when to sow seeds, when to cultivate, there is, there is knowledge. There is knowledge. When, when, when you have to plant some, say, a mango tree, which is the best time to plant it? When it is in the growing time, it has one dimension. If you plant it, it is one one thing. If it is at other time, its growth is not so very healthy. Timing of sowing, 
టైమింగ్ ఫర్ కల్టివేషన్ టైమింగ్ ఫర్ సోయింగ్స్ టైమింగ్ ఫర్ హార్వెస్ట్ దీస్ ఆర్ ఆల్ ది డైమెన్షన్స్ రిలేటింగ్ టు మూన్ నెంబర్ వన్ అండ్ దెన్ అనదర్ డైమెన్షన్ రిలేటింగ్ టు మూన్ ఈజ్ ఇట్ గివ్స్ యూ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ 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 ఆఫ్ హ్యాపీనెస్ విచ్ బిలాంగ్స్ టు సెన్సెస్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ఆఫ్ జాయ్ విచ్ బిలాంగ్స్ టు ది హార్ట్ ది ఇన్నర్ సైడ్ ఆఫ్ ది బీయింగ్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ఆఫ్ బ్లిస్ విచ్ ఈస్ విచ్ బిలాంగ్స్ టు ది సోల్ ఫర్ ది సోల్ ఇట్ ఈస్ బ్లిస్ ఇట్ రిక్వైర్స్ నో కండిషన్ టు బి హ్యాపీ ఇట్స్ అన్కండిషనల్ హ్యాపీనెస్ ఈజ్ ది స్టేట్ ఆఫ్ బ్లిస్ సబ్జెక్టివ్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ఈజ్ ది స్టేట్ ఆఫ్ జాయ్ సబ్జెక్టివ్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ఆబ్జెక్టివ్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ఈజ్ ది స్టేట్ ఆఫ్ హ్యాపీనెస్ త్రీ గ్రేడేషన్స్ ఇఫ్ యూ లైక్ సంథింగ్ విచ్ యూ సీ యు ఆర్ హ్యాపీ బట్ నాట్ ఆల్వేస్ ఇట్ ఈస్ ఫామ్ బీట్ ఎ పర్సన్ ఆర్ బీట్ ఎ థింగ్ ఇట్స్ నాట్ ఆల్వేస్ అవైలబుల్ ఫర్ యూ బై విజిబిలిటీ యు ఆర్ హ్యాపీ or by audition you are happy or by touch you are happy or by taste you are happy or by smell you are happy through the senses you are you are experiencing the outer the objectivity which is which gives you happiness but that is a momentary happiness but it comes from moon it comes from moon if you are absent if you are absent minded even the objectivity does not give you the needed happiness because your senses do not bring you the joy because mind is elsewhere if you set for example a beautiful flower here in a small glass of water and if my mind is elsewhere i cannot relate to it i cannot get the joy the happiness of it. but the happiness of the senses are on the basis of availability in the outer not all things are available in the outer all the time therefore happiness becomes momentary joy is an inner dimension a good event that has happened which has a deep impact on you whenever the memory recollects you feel joyful inside a joyful interaction for example with you all after you depart continues to be where not in the outer but in the inner isn't it that i had such a nice conversation with so and so so and so so and so where do you hold it and whenever you remember you get the related joy so it is it is a deeper dimension which is again depend upon depends upon something objective to yourself but when it comes to bliss it is the joy of the soul it 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 is joyful for no reason it is joyful for no reason it, it has no 
external agency it doesn't depend upon any external agency for being joyful it's a causeless joy causeless the causeless joy happens when you are with the energies of neptune energy of neptune and the inner joy happens when you are in connection with the energies of venus the outer joy happens when you are with the energies of moon which allows you to relate to subjectivity so therefore moon venus and neptune give three different degrees of the bliss soma lets you to be in such ecstasy where you yourself are lost into the very source of your being very source of your being that's how there are four states of four states in the fourth state that is soma state you are observed you cease to be when you get back you know how wonderful it was <coughs> and you crave to get back into that state that's the fourth state at the third state it is blissfulness of the soul at the second state it is the joy of the personality at the fourth state it is the joy of the personality projected into objective all these dimensions of joy according to the its degree the secretions happen inside secretions when you see someone whom you love a lot there are some secretions from the eyes isn't it isn't it does it not happen when you someone who whom you like so much if you see him already there is a joy and then the tears joyful tears likewise if you see some food which is very deeply tasty to you even at the look of it there are secretions in the mouth secretions in the mouth likewise there is something which you see which you long to touch <coughs> you long to touch that is what is called in sanskrit kanduti meaning the ఇక్కడ దొరదని ఏమంటాను ఇంగ్లీష్లో కండు ది అర్జ్ టు టచ్ ది అర్జ్ టు టచ్ అంటిల్ యూ టచ్ యువర్ రెస్ట్లెస్ జస్ట్ లైక్ అంటిల్ యూ ఈట్ దట్ దెర్ ఆర్ సెక్రేషన్స్ ఇన్ ది మౌత్ దెర్ ఆర్ సెక్రేషన్స్ ఇన్ ది సెన్స్ ఆఫ్ టచ్ సి వెన్ యూ సీ ఎ చైల్డ్ very cute very cute what is your first instinct you try to touch its cheeks isn't it and you want to kiss why why all that <coughs> likewise when there is attraction for each other you want to hug each other hugging mechanically in a routine manner is different but when you hug with love there are secretions these are all bodily secretions which are called animal magnetism animal magnetism 
But then there is another kind of joy, listening to wisdom or experiencing a song and rejoicing in that music. That's all inner joy. <clears throat> or an, an unforgettable event of joy which keeps on, which is nourished continuously in your heart. It's all personality joy. Then comes the joy of this, this bliss of the soul, which is when you are in pure wisdom. When you are in the state of pure wisdom, it, it leads you to ananda, maya, kosha. That's how it is said. These are all the functions of the lunar principle. It is the lunar principle that lets you joy. It lets, it lets you bliss, joy and happiness at various states. Without lunar principle, there is nothing. Without lunar principle, there is nothing. Even the prana carries lunar principle. <coughs> prana. So therefore, this principle has its abundant flow. It has its abundant flow. It grows, it recedes, it grows, it recedes, it grows and it recedes. Isn't it? on account of the moon cycles. But if you get to the higher cycles than the moon, then there is no abundant flow. So moon can hand you over to Sukra, and Sukra can hand you over to Indra, Neptune. That's why, for example, on this planet, there are only two beings who can experience Neptune, not all. There are only two beings who can experience Neptune? One is Maitreya, another is Dattatreya. They are the ones who can bestow the Neptunian experience. I wrote this in the book on Aquarius. I gave also pictures there, Dattatreya and Maitreya. These are the two beings. Only those two have the ability to transmit the Neptunian race, and they are embodiments of Neptune. So it's, that means they are best of bliss. They best of bliss. So that's how here we are relating to the work of the moon, of moon and its ascending arc and its descending arc. It is descending but never dying. It's never dying. Moon, when it's in its no moon state, is seemingly dead, but again it comes back. Again it comes back. There are cycles for moon. That's why these moon cycles are also to be understood by the ladies whose periods are in association with moon. <clears throat> the menstrual cycle is in tune with the moon and its movements. That's another dimension. But the growth on the planet of life and then the nourishment of beings on the planet is also the work of the moon. This is all done in a very systematic manner. That is what is written here. It is said that it is all done uh, with equal rise and equal fall. Sapatri, da sapatri. Thus dividing equally and then supplying the energy is in a sustained manner. 
they are collected in a sustained manner and they are distributed in a sustained manner we also whatever we gather in a in a very systematic way our distribution would also be in a systematic way. as you gather you cannot just lose all that over a day so your gathering is by degrees and your distribution is by degrees so that the entire month's activity is carried out in a manner which is very sustained with that's why it is called equal meaning if you if you go to moon book you get all this the the ascending moon phases have their correspondence the corresponding descending moon phases the ascending moon phases they have their corresponding descending moon phases seven moon phases <coughs> reach make you reach half moon <coughs> then another seven moon phases make you reach full moon in the descent order the second part of the seven set of moon phases are equal to the first part of the 7 degrees after full the opposite quarters they are they are equal that's how it works so equally gathered equally distributed the gathering is in degrees which are very regular and the distribution is also in degrees which are equal this whole work is organized through the double functioning of the aswins the functioning of the aswins is enabling this work from the moon similarly the aswins work with the sun in the sense you get 6 months of northern course and 6 months of southern course they are different energies when the sun is ascending from tropic of capricorn to the tropic of cancer you have one kind of energies when the sun is descending from tropic of cancer to tropic of capricorn it has another energies it's <coughs> not the same it looks the same it looks the same but it's not the same the equinox that happens during the spring time it is cutting across the equator isn't it but when it is cutting across the equator it is moving upwards it is moving upwards to the tropic of cancer it's different again this equinox happens in september there also this, there is an apparent scissoring of the equator by the sun passes to the equator but those energies are different when when there is an apparent ascent of the sun the energies in you ascend when there is apparent descent of the sun the energies in you descend start the same equinox don't think the equinox of march and the equinox of september are one and the same they are not likewise as i said the other day 
we are 17 degrees north here in Vishakhapatnam. When in its ascending arc, when sun transits 17 degrees and moves forward towards Capricorn, it is a celebration. Because it leads you into higher circles. Then again it comes back. After September also, before reaching September, it touches 17 degrees in the descending order. It is not noticed even by the way. Akshayatutuya, but then corresponding Akshayatutuya would have to. Descent is not given so much importance because we are already descended. Ascent is given importance. So be it with sun, be it with moon, the ascending order enables us to improve energies. The descending order enables us to manifest. That's why the second, this, that part of the year, that is from Cancer to Capricorn, when sun is transiting, Cancer to Capricorn, it is time for manifestation. From Capricorn to Cancer, it is a, it is time for to demanifest ourselves. We descend and we ascend. We descend and we ascend in terms of our energies. And we have to follow that path. So also with the moon. With the moon it is monthly. With the sun it is yearly. And in either case there are the planets cooperating with the sun energies and also with the moon energies. The solar energies have everything to do with your self. The lunar energies have everything to do with your consciousness. No moon, no consciousness. No moon, no consciousness. So the consciousness can grow. The self has neither growth nor fall. Isn't it? Self is self at all times. Sun is sun at all times, but moon has waning and wax. So these cycles they introduce. And all this work is done by the, the great architects, the Aswins. That's how the visualization is. They speak of the architecture in the invisible world. They speak of the design, designing angels, angels of design. Angels for basic engineering and then angels for manifesting. We have Siddhas, Sadhyas. <coughs> Sadhya is a potential. Siddha is a state of manifestation. So these potentials are brought down and then the order is set around the earth with a Lunar principles to ensure the the cause the to ensure the growth of life on this planet, of experience on this planet. Staying on this planet, you can relate to all these energies and then tend to fulfill yourself while you are even you are even on the planet. That's how this hymn has to be understood. 
the 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 two aspects creating the circular movement give birth to the moon principle cause its expression and it and its retreat dividing the path of planets into two equal parts they shower the solely lunar rays rising from the east eastern mount the east as it since the sun rises they call it as the eastern mount and when the sun sets it is called the western slant this is the mount that is the slant cancer is seen as the the ditch capricorn is seen as the mount now we are in capricorn so already we are into cancer sun is into cancer in another one of us time so this this understanding of the energies as it happens during the day and as it happens during the night in capricorn when we are <coughs> during the day you experience cancer aquarius pisces aries taurus gemini up to cancer during the night you experience leo virgo libra scorpio sagittarius in the night it keeps on moving after one month it changes so some sun signs are appear during the day and some others in the night but when this is rotating the signs which were earlier appearing during the night will appear during the day in the sky so what is it that is available during the day and what other things that are available during the night we should know for example if there is a planet in libra you can't see it except in the midnight except in the during the day it is down under down under so what is down under in capricorn what is down under in cancer when sun is in cancer everything is the other way <clears throat> to see this dimension is important not just go by this the 12 signs of zodiac there is a part of the zodiac which appears during the day in the sky the other part is hidden the hidden part slowly comes out and the visible part gets back into it and it's always six signs above and six signs below and all this analogy is conceived with equator as the basis equator all the vedic knowledge is not conceived according to placement of india it is conceived according to equator and india is in, through india the equator does not go we are above the equator here and you are all far above the equator so when you are learning astrology it is based on equator and the drama of the planets and the sun signs around the equator that's right 
around me. So this is one dimension by which you know what happens. The the waters are raised from the ocean. The waters are brought down from the sky as clean waters, enabling the growth of life on the planet. That is also the moon's work. The moon's work is involved in it. The sun raises the waters from the ocean. The moon brings the clouds for, for causing the needed fall of rain and cause the needed growth of the life on this planet. So all these dimensions have their own cycles. Here they are mentioning the moon cycles and the cooperation of the planets and the sun with lunar dimension as also with the solar dimension. That should be seen like that. <coughs> that is how it should be seen. Then we come to, not bad, we get to the the next one, the eighth sloka. For this actually I should have brought the description of the sun chariot which is given in the moon book. When sun moves, what happens in the firmament is a, is a great splendor. <coughs> <coughs> if possible, tomorrow I will. Not tomorrow, tomorrow you are on tour. Day after tomorrow I will, I will read that passage. What happens when sun rises in the east? How many devas, how many gandharvas, and how many seers, and how many beings of solar essence, they precede the sun before the sun. And what do the diabolics do when the sun is rising? All that was described in the book Moon. When I gave the book on Moon, on Sun, I gave how it all happens with the movement of the chariot of the sun. The sun is seen as moving by the chariot. It's all poetic expression. Poetic. So this somewhat relates, the eighth sloka relates to it. It says, Ivam diso janayadho dasagre samanam murdhi radhayanam viyanti tasam yatam rushayo anuprayanti deva manushya kshiti macharanti. I'll read again. Ivam diso janayadho dasagre Samanam Murdhi Radhayanam Vyanti Tasam Yata Tasam Yatam Rushayo Anuprayanti Deva Manushaha Chiti Majaranti. The meaning is at the very outset the two Aswins, the two twins. Twins means it is two only, no? In the very outset, the twins arrange the ten directions presiding over the, presiding over the head. All the directions are made in equal measure. The chariot of sun moves in tune with the path of directions. The seers and the angels move in that path of the chariot 
but the men on earth move in all directions ignorantly that's it manushyat chitimacharanti is the last part which says men move according to their own state of ignorance or knowledge but the devas don't move like that the seers also don't move they move in tune with the sun they move in tune with the sun this is how it is said let me explain <coughs> there are 10 directions diso dasha gre diso dasha in in poetic form you find this to in two different places in the first line the second word is disho and dasha is in the last word of the first line dasha agre disho dasha agre that's our first we have to understand disho dasha means 10 directions <coughs> in a circular movement 10 directions are consumed 10 <coughs> <Ten> directions <coughs> as we look to the east our back is on the west our right side is on to the south our left side is to the north when you orient to the east the back is west the right side is south the left side is north the head is on the the head is above and then the feet are below six directions are in between these six directions the four directions east west north south there are mid directions which are also important east between east and south there is southeast with that is this is east and that is south there is a corner over there which is called southeast and from south to west there is a corner which is called southwest and there is a corner between west and north which is northwest and there is a corner between north and east which is northeast so there is northeast southeast southwest northwest four directions in between east west north south <clears throat> so four diagonal directions four right angle directions one above and one below so there are 10 directions we should have knowledge of these 10 directions knowledge what is north what is its energy what is northeast what is its energy what is east what is its energy and southeast its energy southwest its energy south as such its energy west and northwest above and below <clears throat> this is important because all are oriented to this one center called sun 
on center card. They all are in tune with sun and they move in tune with sun. Observing this, the seers also move in tune with the sun and his directions. From the center, there are ten directions developed. You are the center. We are the center and around us there are ten directions. And with us it is eleven. That's how eleven is important. With us it is eleven. We should never forget to count the self. That's why eleven are the rudras. That's how it is said. <clears throat> it appears to be ten, but they are eleven. It appears to be twelve, it is, it is again eleven. I'll, I don't want to get into that. So ten are the directions around us. The east is for light. The east in us is in the forehead. The third eye is the east, the center. The forehead as such is east. Then come to south. South is at heart. The quality of south is compassion. If you are not compassionate, if you are not compassionate to beings, you receive the punishment. That's where the Lord of South is said to be Pluto. Yama. If you follow the path of compassion, he is your friend. If not, he is. Let me give a little detail. We still have time, lot, good time. East is the light. The preceding deity is called Indra. Indra. He is the celestial king. Indra means the one who governs the whole system. Having created the entire creation is entrusted to one intelligence called Indra. Just like we create and then entrust things to the one in whom we have trust. He is one of the twelve Adityas, Indra. He is in the east. He is the foremost among the devas. Among the devas is foremost to the east. He exists in the forehead. As I told you, just below Agnya. And east is also for wisdom. The, the wisdom, the light of wisdom is coming from the east. South. The Lord is called Yama or Pluto. The quality is compassion towards beings. If you are not compassionate to be, towards beings, you receive punishment. No compromise, no concessions. A strict implementer, he, he, he implements the law completely. No, no way to escape. Yamadi. The, the Lord of South, he implements the law. And the law is essentially the law of right relation with the beings. 
the law of rightness beings means the all including mineral plant animal human how you behaved with the beings during your lifetime he is the one who judges he does the judgment it he is in the south his name is yama and his place in us is the heart only when he is pleased the heart the heart center is open unless you have good behavior heart center will not open he presides over it and then the west the west in us is higher muladhara all this i gave in the book relating to the ritual of agni but it is good to remind it the higher muladhara you have the west there you have the 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 the, the related intelligence is called varuna varuna so varuna he is the one who holds the strength he can hold you or he can help you to hold and the, the varuna has the tremendous ability to bind you he has a pasha meaning a noose with which he can bind you. he won't kill you but he will bind you. but if you know how to relate to things and don't bind others don't possess others and you are friendly to others that's what varna teaches friendliness then he helps you to hold he helps you to meaning people are willing to be held by you you don't have to hold them see if you should start holding people they run away a possessive mother is surely to lose his child a possessive mother loses the child because the child feels suffocated but a friendly mother the child feels like being with the mother if you are friendly people would like to relate to you if you are not friendly people will run away from you. so he holds the best is for holding the muladhara is is the strongest point <coughs> if there is any damage done to that part of your body you cannot even stand then the lower part of the back if it is if it receives damage you cannot stand you cannot walk you have to lie on the vest is there the vest is the west has the strength the east has wisdom south has compassion compassion and then you come to north <coughs> not is silence and is preceded over by by, by whom that whom by, by the one whom we call kubera the north in us 
is at the crown. The other day I want, I was looking for the crown. The crown is north. Crown is north, heart is south, forehead is east. Higher Muladhara is the west. <coughs> what does Kubera do? He has, he holds the subtle side of your being. He presides over all the subtle intelligences relating to your being. Varna in the West presides over the strength. South presides over compassion. East presides over governance. <coughs> governance. So East, South, West, North, four directions. They are all in us. We should be aware of it. We should be aware of it. Never put your hand like this. I see people, even in meditation, don't don't cover the forehead with hair. The modern fashion, the hair falls on the forehead. That means you are denying the light of the East. <coughs> If you know that this part is a sacred part, you have to keep it. People who know, they cover even the nar. That's why every, every, in every religious system covering the head is there. It is headgear. The crown is decorated. Isn't Beat a priest, beat a king, they were decorating their crown. And the very ornament is called the crown coronated, like that. This is the importance of north is that your subtle energies are well protected. So east, if you wish your heart to be unfolding to great divine experiences, subtle experiences, he have to be compassionate. Compassion is what every master of wisdom demonstrates. Strength. The strength to hold that which is interested to you comes from West. And then the subtle dimensions relating to you from North. These are the four directions. Then between north and east, there is north-east. North-east is said to be the place where you, you have the male-female god emerging to meet you. North-east. It is the most sacred di- direction, north-east. That's why when, south, when sun is coursing, in the northward direction from equator, he is going to meet the most sublime regions. The, that's how it is. It has to be understood. So, therefore, northeast is the place where male-female energies, yes, energies of whom we call Ishana, Ishana. The name is Ishana. 
it has a, the male female principle in it that's why we normally in the in that part we keep ishwara the male female god <coughs> and artist is the best entrance into into you the artist in us is the top of the forehead it has to be carefully noted artist is the top of the forehead then between and through through narthis you are completely fulfilled completely that's why if you have a, an option always have an opening in the narthis of your house for example this radha madhavam has a narthis opening having seen this narthis opening master ki immediately said go ahead and take this property for our work he said all work relating to master ek and me has come up from this place because the direction is an artist it has a an unseen blessing then comes southeast it is between south east and south southeast where you have the fire agni the directional god agni that's why all firework has to be in the south east in as the southeast the southeast is in between the two shoulder blades and spleen as the south in between the two shoulder blades and the spleen they make a triangle that's where the fire is and that is what guards our vital body the vital body is is guarded by the fire the frictional fire in us and the spot in southeast is the spot related to agni it has to be warm it has to be always warm meaning you should not keep waters there if you have waters there there will be boiling there has to be fire or beings of fire beings of fire or trees that generate fire trees that generate fire shall it shall knowledge we have a mango tree in southeast corner mango stands for heat mango generates heat that's why it is also it emerges and fruit and fructifies only during summer it's a fruit of the summer and the tree itself is it has lot of warmth in it if you if you go and say in a mango garden it's always warm always you keep on sweating because there is fire with it so south is just i'm giving some example south is in us shall have to be warm meaning that keeps the temperature in us 98.4 we say fahrenheit the temperatures that are maintained in the body are on account of the strength at the points at shoulder blades and the spleen 
that regulates the heat in us. Then we come to southwest, the, the other karna. The preceding date is called Nirruti. He protects the matter in us. His job is to protect the material. The southwest, southwest. If you wish to have your body intact, it depends upon the strength of the tip of the tail. The strength of the tip of the tail is in southwest. It is lower muladhara. Lower muladhara is southwest and west is higher muladhara. In lower muladhara, the bodily strength. Higher muladhara, you stand a chance to move into higher circuits, the west, and it has this strength. So nirruti in the southwest. Northwest is air, vayu. We should make sure that, and the, and the northwest in us is the nostrils. From where air gets in? From where do we receive air into us? Not through the ears, not through the eyes. And it should not be through the mouth. <laughs> if you breathe through the mouth, you breathe in undesirable air. If you breathe through the nose, you breathe only desirable air. Because nose has the filter to take in oxygen. It doesn't take everything and anything. <clears throat> there are filters in the nose. So, Vayu, the place of Vayu in us is the nostrils. If they are blocked, you don't get much air into you. Isn't it? Only because it is blocked, eh? during the night people snore. <laughs> Disturbance to the peripherals sleeping by your side. The nose is the means for breathing. So therefore it is said to be the northwest. And then the direction and the, the, the angel is Vayu. You should make sure that much air comes through northwest. And then there is the direction which is called above. Above is the top of the head. Top of the head. Below is what we call the bottom of the feet. These are the ten directions relating to man. Likewise, there are ten directions into which all the rays of the sun move in all ten directions. It forms into above, below, right and left, front and back. When they are all covered with the diagonal directions, it becomes a globe. <clears throat> and these are all daily invite, invited. In, in the Vedic system, every morning when the sun is rising, 
you are strongly recommended to relate to all these directions and the directional devas. How many things we do? Just you know, just note them. Don't try to don't try to practice. We it is there with us actually. Every Indian is taught how to do it. Turn to east, bow down. Turn to west, bow down. Turn to turn to east, bow down. Turn to south, bow down. Turn to west, bow down. Turn to north, bow down. Turn above, bow down. Turn below, bow down. Turn to the diagonal corner, corners and bow down. Like that, ten times you bow down to the angels of the ten directions. It's a ritual. In fact, I gave that ritual uh, at the instance of Carmen Santiago, ten directional devas, with you as the center. And the mantra given is, Om Namo Bhagavate Rudraya. Om Namo Bhagavate Rudraya. Ten are the sounds. Om Namo Bhagavate Rudraya. If you say that, the entire, the egg forms around you. And all these directional devas become very active. How simple it is. How simple it is. Within that Sivalingam which we call, we build by just uttering Om Namo Bhagavate Rudraya. Around you the shell is formed and consciously you have to say these sounds, Om Namo Bhagavate Rudraya, you have to say, consciously building a relation with all the ten directions. <laughs> if you do that, then you get the right direction for your activity. You get the right direction for your activity. You move only in those directions where you get fulfilled. Otherwise, you go on laboring throughout the day and you remain unfulfilled. You remain unfulfilled. And there, is also, there are also detailed rituals about how to relate to all of them. Detailed rituals. If you eliminate the diagonal directions, then you have six directions. East, west, north, south, above, below, six directions. You are in the center, the seventh one. If you include the diagonal directions, there are ten and with you it is eleven. That's why seven is a master number according to numerology. Eleven is also a master number. Eleven is considered a master number. Seven is considered a master number for this simple, for this simple reason. So therefore, here the sun is moving in those directions and he is equidistant to all these directions. In a circle, from center, from circumference to center, it is all equidistant. The chariot wheel of the sun, which we call the sun ball, to the center of the sun, all are equidistant. So the energies are transmitted to all these devas through the hole. Remember the hole. 
which we call the eye. The all-seeing eye, we say. All-seeing means it is seeing beyond the cosmos. From through the cosmic eye, through the solar eye, through the planetary eye, all is. It's one whole. And <laughs> that transmits everything from the seeming nothingness to apparent something. That's how it works. So that is what is known to Deva. The Devas relate to sun and and the sun relate to all these Devas and he, he keeps moving. He keeps moving in relatively since we are on earth we see that the sun is moving around us. While the truth is we are moving around the sun. As you move from the east then there is the rise of the sun going to the meridian, setting at the back, and then through the night it passes the nadir and comes back. This is how you have a cyclical movement from east to west, and then nadir, and then meridian. It keeps on moving like that. So, and these are uh, four directions you have to know out every day. That's why the day is divided into four quarters. If you take the eight directions, it is divided into eight parts with three hours each. That was the original division in the Veda. It is called Jamu. Jamu. Jamu means a period of three hours. Every three hours it touches one of the eight directional points. And then there is a, it goes above, it goes below, the race. So these, in all these ten directions, at the very beginning, the twins arrange the ten directions presiding over the head, meaning he is there on the, the twins preside, up above. Where do you locate twins when you think of up above? Presiding over the head. All the directions are made into equal measure. Samana means equal measure. We have Samana Vayu in us. It, it causes an excellent equilibrium between all the pulsations that we have. Samana. Mana means measure. Samana means equal measure. So therefore, equal measure. The chariot of the sun moves in tune with the path of the directions. See, we always see move sun emerging in the east, rising to the midheaven, setting at the west. It keeps on happening like that. And for six months, it, it moves towards northeast. And for six months, it moves towards southeast and comes back. With equator as basis, Three months it moves towards north and comes back by another three months. And from equator it goes to three months towards south and comes back in three months, six months. In doing so, the, the rays of the sun move from east to west, south to east, southeast to northwest, northeast to southwest in all directions, above and below.
for those who don't observe the path of the sun, everything is the same every day. As I said the other day, for a person who has no work, every day is Sunday. Isn't it? See how much the work is happening. He is moving. Now he... From December 22nd, he started moving from southeast towards east. By March 21st, he is at the equator. After March equator, March 21st, he moves towards northeast. When he is in the northeast, the race, the setting will be more towards southwest. <laughs> when he is over there, the setting is this. Like that, he covers all the ten directions with equal attention. So we should also pay equal attention to the directions in us. <coughs> All this you can do in your closing your eyes, in your contemplation. That's what I always suggest. Relate to the seven centers and the seven planets. Okay? Including the sun, I say seven. Jupiter is Asrara, sun at Agnya, Mercury at throat, Venus at heart, moon at solar plexus, Mars at sacral, and Saturn at Mula. Below the diaphragm, think of south node. Above the diaphragm, think of the north node. Nine are the principles. Seven are the planets, nine are the principles. Likewise, think of the ten directions. That's what we do in fire ritual. We say Indraya Swaha, Agnaya Swaha, Yamaya Swaha, Nirrutaya Swaha, Varunaya Swaha, Vayave Swaha, and then Kuberaya Swaha, Ishanaya Swaha, up above Indra Vishnu Swaha, down below Agna Vishnu Swaha. Yes, Agna. I did not give those two names. For the direction above it is Indra Vishnu. For the direction down below, Agna Vishnu. <coughs> One is the, the, the light coming from above downwards, that is Indra Vishnu. The fire that shoots up from below upwards is Agna Vishnu. So I gave you, you know, all the ten directions, ten directional deities and how do they exist in us? How do they exist in us? How are we to relate to them? Just as you close your eyes, this is what we call the science of correspondence, the law of correspondence. Pindanda, Brahmanda, Samanvayam. Meaning, attuning the microcosmos which you are to the macrocosmos. You are the sun. Take your right place in your being at the core. When you are at the Forehead, it is like you are the king of your own kingdom. The king. You have a throne and you have a crown. The king has a throne to sit and a crown to wear and a staff to rule. And a horse to move by. And a dog to watch. 
These are all things you have in occult meditation. It are all very beautifully given. If we only synthesize all that we meditate. So be in the south and your teacher is on the head, Jupiter. Always carry the teacher at the on your head. His guru, no? <laughs> Jupiter. You are here at the Agnya, at the throat Mercury, the Lord of Speech, at the, at the heart Venus, the Lord of Compassion, in the navel, the moon, which shows what you want from the, from the objective. <coughs> and it also can relate to subject. In sacral, Mars, and Muladhara, Saturn, all the seven planetary. And then the twelve sun signs. Consider all the twelve sun signs in the body. And according to the daily chart that we have, whatever planets are there in these twelve sun signs, imagine them in those parts of your body. And then think of ten directions and the related lots and their chief quality can be part of contemplation. Spiritual is full of that, nothing, and nothing but that. And then think of other cosmic intelligences whose location is also given in the fire, in the book on fire ritual. I gave almost all cosmic intelligences their location in our body in that ritual. <laughs> By regularly contemplating what is happening with you, you are in tune with what is prepared by Aswins. When your whole energy is in tune with it, you don't uh, uh, move in a very ignorant manner. You don't speak in all kinds of uh, words. And you don't, even, even your thinking gets regulated. It falls in tune with the plan, what the master is thinking what the devas are thinking, in tune with you, the thoughts occur. So you are, you get tuned up. That is this eighth sloka. It says, <clears throat> the seers and the angels move in that path of the chariot. The seers and the angels. Tasam yatam rushayo anuprayanti deva. Meaning rushayo means the seers. Devas means the angels, they all follow Tasamyanti, that path. They follow that path. They travel by that path. Manusha, the, the mankind, poor fellows, not knowing these dimensions around them, they move according to their own ignorance and they move in a very... Uh, haphazard way. They move into all irregular directions, irregular activities. If you take Ramayana, the very movement of Rama to reach Lanka, there are directional dimensions. From north he comes, he comes to east. From east he goes to south. From south he goes to west. From west he goes to southwest. 
If you have this orientation, you see, you see the direction. North to east, from crown to ajna, from east to south, from south to west, that is higher Muradhara. From west to southwest in the, that corner where Lanka is, in you, meaning that's where you get separated from the whole thing. An island is but a separation from the mainland, isn't it? Separated by waters, meaning emotions. Lanka, the island, was separated from the mainland by salty waters. We are also separated from the whole energy system. Therefore, each one is an island. So we may be sitting side by side for about thirty years. But each one is in his own island, isn't it? So these islands, they never meet because the waters are in between. And there are salty, emotional, muddy, ignorant waters. So therefore, in Ramayana, the way Rama moves to meet that fellow at, <laughs> that demon at, was it in Lanka, there are directions for now Rama moved towards east. Now Rama moved, moved towards south. Then Rama moved towards west. Then he moved to southwest. There he met the, the one whom he has to put up and come back. Like that there are, that's where the scriptures give so many things. We too have to know the directions and move. <coughs> And this, and in what direction sun is moving, in what sunshine sun is, in what sunshine moon is, in what sunshine Jupiter is, what does it mean to us? This knowledge, the astrology shall have to come into your daily actions. You should live astrology. You should not just satisfy reading and understanding astrology. Live astrology. If you live, you know much more than what the books say. So that is what the sloka says. The devas follow that path. The seers follow that path. What's the problem for these humans? What's the problem for them? They move <coughs> like blind men. They move like blind men. Well, so much is done by the Aspins. The men are unable to follow while the devas are doing it, while the seers are doing it, who are their seniors. So, this is what Upamanyu realized. So, therefore, when he comes out, he will continue to follow in tune with the movement of the sun. Sun is the, is the lord of the solar system. So, we follow the king of the solar system. Following the king is a tradition. Never turn against the king. Never ignore the king. Isn't it? All those uh, things have come on account of the sun. He is our savior. By the way, sun in Capricorn is called savior. Sun in Capricorn is called the savior. The sun rays that emerge, when the sun rises in Capricorn, carry 
energies that cause, that purify our blood and thereby save us. That's why sun purifies in Capricorn our blood. Instead of sun you say Jesus. Because Jesus is also born in Capricorn. But to say Jesus purifies your blood, it is a, a very small substitute to the original, which is the Son, who is the true Savior. Through the Son, the race coming to us in Capricorn are the true Saviors of the beings. They purify our blood and thereby save us. That's how it is. So therefore, we continue tomorrow, now day after tomorrow, 9 and 10 and then 11 and 12. On Tuesday, we have morning, ninth sloka. Tuesday, two slokas. Wednesday, two slokas. We are. Wednesday, evening is valedictory. And now I am confident that today I covered three slokas. I will be able to cover the rest of it. So that's how we have to understand the dimensions. This is all discipleship is about. Discipleship is, ab- is about our attuning to our planet and our pla- and the other planets and so and the sun to attune to our solar system and function in tune with it puts us in tune with the plan. Otherwise, we are lost in some kind of intellectualism and the related pride. Thank you, Namaskar.